Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by King Cobb. Oh, snap. And Rob Alessiani. Oh, snap. Yeah, we are here to talk about Moon Knight, Season 1, Episode 3, titled The Friendly Type. Uh, do we know if there's a, or is there talk of a Season 2 for this show yet? Mm, I heard good yet. question. I haven't heard, but I, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I was just just curious. Yeah, Moon Knight Season 1, Episode 3, The Friendly Type, third installment of six, just six episodes. Uh, we're going to go through, chat about it. Before we do, go to xroadscomedy.com for information on the live shows that we have coming up. Uh, one of those is April 30th, if you're in the Philadelphia area. We are partnering with Fringe Arts uh, to bring Sarah Squirm from SNL, Sarah Sherman, to town. Uh, she will be headlining a block with uh, four performers that we've pulled together, uh, Eurotivy and Improv Act, um, Shannon Fahey, Alejandro Morales, and Alyssa Alduki. Uh, fantastic yeah, performers. Yeah, it's going to be a great show, so check that out. Um, and what else do we have coming up? We'll be, we'll be live again in July, but we also have some classes that you can check out if you're in the Philadelphia area. And if you're not, we have an online sketch writing class with the fantastic Matt Schmid. Matthew Schmid is going to be teaching a class for us. Very excited about that. And it's online. Don't even have to leave the house. All right. So back to the friendly type. First impressions. What do you got, Rob? Oh, this episode was dope as shit. Um, <laughs> so that's my first impression. Like, I, every, with every episode, I get more and more into this uh, little so far pocket uh mcu universe yeah. that you know because it hasn't in any way yeah. that i'm that i've seen like really uh touched on any of the others and i'm i'm fine with that i'm sure that it will uh, there's no chance they do this by the way i checked this is billed as a mini series so i'm mm -hmm. sure if they i'm sure they could do a season two but it's currently billed as a mini series right. um, yeah. so who knows gotcha um but yeah i'm sure that it will connect in some way by the end it always does um even if it's just like a post-credit scene at the very, very end, or yeah. like Spider-Man swoops in and he's like, "Oh, the moon! What a cool <laughs> night!" Uh, and uh, but um, but yeah, I, I, so much cool stuff went on here. Confirmed a little bit of our speculation last time. Of definitely alluded to a third, um, yeah. a third uh, 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 personality in there. So. Yeah. Not just our, not just our speculation, like everyone's <laughs> yeah. speculation who's talking yes. about the show. So, but yeah, dope episode. Can't wait for, can't wait for episode four. Yeah. Keen. How about you? How are you feeling? Uh, overall, just a, an amazing episode. Um, I love that it touched on like the adventure aspect mm -hmm. of it a lot. Very as far as like getting, yeah, yeah getting there to, uh, to Egypt. Um, yeah, just it was just beautiful overall. I mean, and like I'm almost positive it felt like a different scene this in this episode compared to the last episode when he like opened the opened the windows. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if it was still daylight or not, but overall just a just amazing. Uh I loved I loved uh the the council. Uh that was really cool. Uh more props to uh, Oscar Isaac just for his body movement, like like being possessed and like yeah. doing the forceful moves uh layla was a star of this uh she was amazing uh the, the oh, actress playing layla uh yeah just overall just great and more and more excited to keep watching it and i do want to meet this third personality the, the way that 
and then and then Mark, I don't want to get too deep into it right now, but like the way Mark was like, Stephen, how could you? He was like, wasn't me, Mike. Uh, yeah. I don't know what, what happened. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I agree with all that. Uh, beautiful, beautiful episode. Uh, the from the special effects side of things, but also just the actual cinematography of the episode. Uh, this show, I would say, is above and beyond what some of the other Marvel shows and even honestly, some of the movies have, have been just how well shot this is, how beautiful it is. Uh, the, um, I was watching one of the breakdowns, um, and they were talking about how it's a, just an incredible depiction of modern day Cairo. It was a new rock stars one, I believe. Um, and it, uh, I didn't, I haven't seen any other depictions of Cairo outside of film and television. This is my favorite, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, it looks it looks pretty pretty freaking great. Um, the acting again continues to be amazing. Uh, Ethan Hawke, so damn good, so damn good throughout this. Uh, and uh, Oscar Isaac, his transition. The, there's one in particular where he gives, uh, where he allows Stephen to take over. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you see it on his face. So like the, it was really quick, but very gradual at the same time. And it, it's just so good. Uh, yeah. We talked about it last week where there's like, that's yeah, it's two Emmys. <laughs> you know? yeah. it's, 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 he's going to be up for two Emmys for, for this one, if that was a thing. Um, and the music too, I thought was, was really good, good throughout. And they kind of did that over the, the Marvel intro uh, as well. I thought it was pretty cool. All right. Uh, so Big picture, what are some things you think about this episode? If we're starting with the biggest potential ramifications for the MCU, I know a lot of, in a lot of the breakdown videos online, um, you know, certainly Khonshu and um, Moon, uh, uh, not Moon Knight, uh, 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 Mr. Mister Knight, hmm. um, you know, when they turn back, the stars yeah. for 2000 years could theoretically have just giant implications if what they were doing is literally like there was some speculation that like everything but earth just went back in time 2000 years i don't think we're talking about that level of no. that just seems like an insane thing to do and have to deal with like like arguably yeah. bigger than this like maybe not bigger than the snap but like you're talking on that level of like like if a supervillain said I'm going to turn back time for 2000 years for everywhere but here there would be a bunch of heroes trying to stop that and it just happened kind of like oh well, I can do this they're going to get real pissed off but I can do this and then they did it um and it looked cool as shit it really did but um but I, I can't imagine that there's like some I hope there's some ramifications because it is a pretty big thing to do without being explained you know in terms of like what what it means besides just drawing attention to the Egyptian pantheon. Um, but more than that, I, I don't think we're like, I don't think the the snap didn't happen now. I don't think right. that, you know, ego's still alive or, you know, uh, the, the Red Skull is now back on Earth. <laughs> like, there's so many things that this yeah. could, like, it, it doesn't... Wasn't, it, yeah. It, it wasn't like in Breath of the Wild, when the blood moon rises and everybody yeah. rises, but it wasn't, it wasn't that it, it yeah. was to me, this was just, and I say just, this was only in, in big quotes, uh, turning back the, the night sky. 
and it will yeah, be yeah. probably in future episodes put back the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. But there absolutely should be some implications because sure. you saw everybody looking. It wasn't like everybody was asleep across the globe <laughs> uh, or it was just above them and nobody else could see it. This was like the northern lights as if it encircled the globe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's got to be some if they don't have some sort of fallout from from that in even just news like a, a show me a news the front of a you know someone drops a thing on the uh on the corner a stack of newspapers and it's like sky moves you know whatever <laughs> anything show me anything at this point the people in this universe have just got to be like oh uh, what is it today a giant uh a giant celestial that's popped out of the earth and now is stuck yeah. in the indian ocean or, or you know like <laughs> yeah. what is it like what okay it feels like us it feels like the yeah. last five years where we're like, oh, what thing today is the existential crisis of the day? Okay, mm-hmm. well, I got to go to work. So, you yeah. know, you know, like, let me, let me, uh, maybe, yeah. let me catch up later. Before I, I'll, I'll dread about that in the shower while I'm trying to just piece together a life. But this yeah. is just like, this is, I wonder how big of a blip just the stars rewinding to everyone actually is. Yeah. I also wonder if that changes anything uh for the for the world uh like it clearly moves the the sky but does that and i know that because he also moved the moon within within this episode Uh, the oceans are losing their minds right exactly like what is what is going on is he have the power like i'm gonna move the moon i'm gonna control gravity that way uh, yeah, there's Namor. Yeah. Namor's like, what pissed the now. Like, what the hell's going on with my my yeah. my city? What is this? What was the, was this the you one, Wakanda? Yeah, the the allusion to Namor. What 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 was that? And where it's like, oh, and there's a disturbance in the Indian Ocean or something like that. That was uh I think it was, was Eternals, wasn't it? No, it was Civil no. War. Civil no, War. Not Civil okay. War. Not Civil War. No, was, no, um it was something. Endgame. It was Endgame. Because okay. they were they were talking, whatever. It's like there was a problem. there was a I forgot her name. Um, and Wakanda, it was a problem there. And then she was like, "Well, are you investigating it?" It's like the best thing to do is to not bother it, leave it alone, <laughs> let it be. So that's definitely going to be a part of uh, Black Panther or Wakanda forever. I'm not looking forward to. I've never liked Namor. Never. Like I've read <laughs> comics my whole life. I think he is the moodiest. Just no. Nobody wants to hang out with him at the party. He's he's going to be like oh the, this beer is really good do you know the carbon impact of it you're like all right motherfucker like, can we just like enjoy each other for like two hours anyway i want to see it. i want to see it brought to the big screen um yeah keen your thoughts on the the moving of the night sky or the moon for that uh, matter? it was bleeping gorgeous uh mm-hmm. it was crazy to see um yeah it was awesome seeing Steven getting it, getting his his shine, like his part yeah. of like helping, and how like the Mister Knight thing is his version of the of the character, and that was just cool to see. Um, I think uh, maybe not as big as what Rob mentioned as far as the implications, but now uh, is more of a reason <clears throat> why Kanchu has his eye on Layla because geez, she's amazing. Badass. Like what can't she do? Like ridiculous. Um, then I think I think that was like her mom or something that was like making the uh, fake passport for her. Uh, uh, definitely a family friend of some kind. Yeah. Uh, if not familial. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a fun scene at the top too, talking about uh, as they're making the fa- the fake passports, talking about how he's probably wandering around Egypt, getting chased and getting himself killed. It's exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. 
But um, no, I, I just I like the that, well now think about it more as far as like him getting killed or whatever. I want to know or I want to see who else. Um, I can't remember his his uh, his name now, the character's name. But I want to know if um, Ethan Hawke's character has like any implications or any any ties to bigger crime stuff. Like, does uh, Kingpin know about this? Does the the Ten Rings? Do they know about this? Like, I want to see how it. Because no, I think Madripoor was mentioned. I can't remember who was there. Yeah. Someone mentioned about being in Madripoor, and that was like a big thing for me at least because uh, yeah. how pivotal that's been in the last like two years or so. So. It's definitely some connection that they're starting to like weave in. Yeah, uh, it's Harrow, uh, and I think I think he does. I think he he's got to because he's he appears wherever the the big things are happening. So he he definitely knows that happened so much this episode. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, and it, if you're it counting, was very adventury. Like it was very Indiana Jones, very National Treasure, where there's like two people going for an artifact, and they always end up around the same place at the same time. Yeah, it was like if you count the council of uh, uh, the council, Elrond. Um, that there was like at least three because he showed up to he showed up to the fencing rich dude's house, and he showed up to the council, and he showed up to um, oh, there was another one. The Senfu yeah, he just catacomb. Yeah, he just he's just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I Learjet. I. Like, he's just, he's, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got uh, so many connections because all of his, all of the followers are probably all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it feels very in a whole uh, bunch of different places. Feels very Hail Hydra, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it definitely has that feeling of like, oh, this goes pretty, this goes pretty deep. Um, yeah, it's religious Hydra. Now, is he? He's Amit's avatar, right? So interesting to me that the way the council worked, everybody showed up and they're like, hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah, well, you know, I had to, I got, I, you know, I'm on my lunch break from work. But, and then like their eyes roll in the back of their head and light up. And now suddenly they are the God, that the God's speaking through them. So he was the only one that that didn't happen. So I was curious. I don't, like, yeah, I don't I'm not sure if he's the actual, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's not the, the avatar. He's just uh, a conduit. Yeah, like he's the, got the, the, only, the staff with the power, and he kind of and the and the other gods don't think that he is. All their, as far as they're concerned, he is an ex avatar of Kanshu, because it does seem it does it seems a little weird to me that none of the other like they don't have like some kind of spidey right. sense where they're like talk to each other. They're like or 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 even they're like yeah we felt something. Are you sure? Did you summon a jackal like <laughs> twice? Like it really yeah. feels like that yeah. would if they all exist in the same kind of ether. Uh, you know, whatever realm that they're in, it feels like they would know that something's being like happening. Yeah. Um, unless he, it's he's not be shy something... about this power he's using. Yeah, I was gonna say, unless it's something, it's, it's got to be something big. Uh, maybe yeah. that's why he's only summoning one jackal at a time. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's sure. We're talking about that last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas if he if he were to do things like move the night sky, move the yeah. moon. Uh, they're like, hey, uh, uh, that we can see that at the, yeah. the boop on the radar for them. I don't know, but yeah, that was one of the more annoying parts is that they were all just like, nope, we don't believe you. Come on, yeah, he hasn't done anything. It's like, wait, really? You didn't? This didn't show up on like a uh, like a 
a radar screen where it's like, oh, like a bunch of people, an old lady died here just because she might do something later. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely could have prepared the case much better, too. Uh, there there are probably records, receipts, a whole bunch of things he could have brought a PowerPoint presentation and just been like, look, this is here, this is here, this is here. These are yeah. photos that we have. These are satellite images. This is the you know the the tomb area. It's yeah. it's happening. But they were just like all taking yeah. taking people by their and, word. And right before they went into that, right before the little um, you know uh, the Diagon Alley uh, doorway opened up. Um, like Conchu's literally like, we have to have our case perfect when we go in there, beyond a shadow of a doubt. And they're like, yeah, agreed. And then he walks through, and then Conchu's just like, he's really bad. He's really bad. He's so evil. And they're like, yeah, oh, what does he do? Well, and he just doesn't present evidence. He just yells loud. It's like, God, I felt like I was like my back when I was coaching improv. And it's like, you, you know, the volume isn't always like the right choice because yeah. just, like, it doesn't make it funnier if you get louder not always anyway yeah um this is a, a little bit off the, the point but uh keen i'll ask you first how do you feel about the representation of um Kanshu and like the, of their of their relationship because uh, to me it appears very like Kanshu's just a smart ass, a jerk. It's like very Benemy, uh, yeah. like Tom Hardy, like the Tom Hardy Venoms. And I'm not sure I really like that. I'm just curious how you you two feel. Um, I I mean when I when I when I heard about it, I thought it was going to be way more of like a buddy buddy partnership, but it's so much more of like um of like a, a tyrant and follower or something where it's like he's threatening him all the time he was like if you don't follow my word i think i have my eye on you know who's like bro chill the fuck out that's my that's my that's my wife man cut it out bro so like that's definitely uh problematic um and the fact that like he seems maybe maybe it's because it's like the uh voice actor that they're using but he seems like a very stubborn uh prickly kind of person that like you can't really well not because of god but like prickly kind of individual where it's like even if you try you can't even get close to him or there might have been a thing and like he refuses to talk about it very no i have my way and that's what we're doing so yeah yeah i, I think he's a like you said a jerk well it is put. played i'm pretty sure by f mary abraham oh it's f mary so, abraham baby <laughs> so yeah. it's only area perfect itself. <laughs> uh, another example perfect casting like yeah um i think so this is a you know i'm a big i'm a big comic reader have been forever this is not a comic that i delve crazy deep into i did read it when i was younger but it wasn't um certainly wasn't as a, a complex of a character as it, it later became um i do know that in in several storylines like Kanshu goes from being like kind of this like angel slash devil on his shoulder that also gives him powers to like being one of the primary villains of his story where like, mm. um, you know, where he, uh, I don't know, spoiling comics, but like, I, I think in one storyline, he like kills Khonshu. Like, it's like, that is the goal of this um, mm. to free himself. Um, but, you know, he, they haven't, they haven't established it in the show yet, but I think they've implied pretty heavily that like Khonshu saves his life 
And that's why he's in, you know, he's he's got a Wookiee life debt to Khonshu. And in return, he's going to be his avatar, his, his you know, his knight. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, you know, I guess while he can move the, literally move the physical moon and rewind the stars, he can't beat anybody up. Um, so Khonshu's got a lot of people that need, that need killing. And um, so I, I like that it's not, he doesn't have all power over Mark. He just has, he has like a lot of stuff on him. He's got a lot of, he's got <laughs> leverage, but he doesn't have, um, you know, he doesn't have a gun to his head, but he's just got like a briefcase full of secrets and, 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 and leverage over him. So I, I like it. Full disclosure, Khonshu is my favorite character in this whole show. Like mm-hmm. hands down, every time he's on screen, I'm like, this is dope. He's always just chilling in the corner. I think that I think the character design is maybe one of my favorite uh, throughout the entire MCU. Just Very from cool. just so so cool. Um, so I like I like how uncomfortable it makes me. Um, and but also like Kanchi just sacrificed himself to get Mark what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Now it's also what Kanchi wanted, but twice in the show, he was like, well, if you, if you summon the gods, you risk their wrath. Okay. And then like 30 seconds later, he's like, I got a bad idea. And he moves yeah. the moon and he summons the gods. And he's like, and he's like, well, you know, I, I got, I could do something here, but it's likely going to mean that I'm going to be, uh, you know, stuck in stone. Well, and he does it like, there's no deliberation. He's just like, he just twice mm-hmm. in this episode warned us about a very warned the viewers about a about the very bad ramifications and just like 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 uh uh what's that what's that world of warcraft thing just like leroy jenkins this way into <laughs> um a uh you know a, a temporary i think we're gonna get one episode maybe we'll this is the next discussion i think we're gonna get one episode of no powers mark and i do like the speculation um talking about the third the third uh, personality that is clearly the most violent like on the spectrum of ready to ready to murder at any moment you've got like steven on one end who wouldn't hurt a fly um will punch a jackal in the face but wouldn't hurt a fly and then mark who like mercenary gets the job done but doesn't you know isn't wouldn't have killed those guys without getting the answers he needed. that was in and out yeah it's a job yeah and then whoever this third person is, whether it's the the personality Jake from the comics, um, who's like a cab driver or something else, uh, a hodgepodge, they're definitely messing with the comic canon in this because Layla's not a thing, um, which is great decision. She's an amazing character. Um, yeah. So I think in this episode, we're going to see more of that third personality because without the armor, we're going to need somebody with like the most uh, ability to protect um i'll just call it mark i think mark is the primary personality so i'll just say mark needs protection uh from a person who is willing to do stuff that even he can't while he doesn't have the the moon knight armor because he's very vulnerable and a lot of people want to kill him yeah yeah uh i think just to go back to the um relationship between those two uh khonshu and and mark uh for a moment i think what i'm was mainly speaking to was just how almost juvenile at times uh, Kanchu is in that venom kind of way. Uh, and just like a little jokey, uh, like I, his personality is just a little odd, odd to me. And you know, when they show him just kind of like lounging on the, the car at the one, <laughs> at the one point, so that's all I'm, I'm getting at. 
Um, and as far as the plot synopsis of this episode goes, it's they are Harrow has he has that scarab points to the where the tomb is, so he's got that dig site ready to go. Um, <clears throat> and he also needs those pages, I guess. Um, or no, 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 they were looking for those those pages from that uh, sarcophagus of Senfu. Uh, so they Kanchu moved the moon uh, and turned back the night sky so that they can kind of do do that. Uh, the moon moving was just so that get their attention, I guess, from the yeah. from the gods and have that meeting inside the pyramid of Giza, which looking pretty good in there. Several thousand years later, right? Not Look so bad. Movie. Not so bad. Um, yeah. Other things before I start going through any scenes that we, we this, chatted about. On a big picture, you've got the Asgardians who have like, you know, Thor is the god of thunder, but the Asgardians are kind of framed in the Marvel universe as like aliens. Like they live on a physical place that is like another planet that just isn't in our, you know, it's like Midgard and and Asgard and 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 you know they're connected by the Rainbow Bridge and there's the ice the ice giants planet and all that stuff. But it's kind of they're like gods, but also aliens. Is this the first we've seen of like religious gods that are um, you know you could say Daredevil is very is canonically a very Catholic, but he's not drawing power from Jesus. You know this is like these are religious figures that are granting power to their earthly avatars and I, i'm trying to think if there's anything else that we've seen in the mcu that like is as acknowledging of a a religion an ancient religion but a religion nonetheless i mean the closest thing that i can think of because i think they influenced it might be the Eternals, because they probably influence religion yeah, a lot a more than like uh, people people want to give them credit for. Um, but I'm trying to think of like the only other only other thing I could think of what might be like the stones, but then again, that's not really religion. Yeah, per se. It's not like, so unless oh, they wait, later on, uh, what's the name? Um, the uh, Black Panther. That's heavy religion. Sure, yeah, 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 which very spiritual and stuff. So yeah. Which is, yeah, for sure. I think it's based off Fast. of, yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There's definitely some because I, I they didn't confirm it, but it, it certainly sounded like the woman who, I'm not sure which Egyptian god she was the avatar for, but she sounded like she, she sounded and was dressed like the the same imagery from Wakanda in Black Panther. Mm -hmm. I was like, I bet you she's from Wakanda. I wonder if that's like because Bast was the you know the purple flower and mm. i was like oh that that's really cool that's a really cool that's like the closest thing the show has done so far is like connecting this to the the rest of the mcu otherwise it's just like a standalone really cool superhero show yeah. i just thought that was interesting because i was it like is. oh yeah they don't they don't really acknowledge like actual gods uh, other than the asgardians who again are just kind of aliens yeah uh how did you feel about the the big fight with uh the <laughs> uh, mark getting impaled multiple times um hey, what I, it made I me think said, of what i mean it felt very it felt very um 
you know, the mountain and uh, oh, yeah. the viper to yeah. me. Like not like there wasn't a mountain, but it was like yeah. just the kind of like it was even like it was almost very like a tor- tourney at Heron Hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was sure. it was very, very cool. Yeah. And Layla, no slouch in, in terms oh, gosh, of hand to hand or uh uh, uh gunfighting. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed when Steven kind of gets back out there after he's like, no, don't do it. You know, can everybody come let's time out, you know, stop being assholes, you know, that sort of thing. And then he's like getting impaled. He's like, take, take it over, take it over, take the body. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Pretty fun. Um, and it's the L and I may, I may be saying this wrong. The El Murma games or El Murma games in, in Egypt, uh, long tradition, uh, pride for uh, country and village uh, or family and village. They they do those games. Love it. Yeah, pretty great. Um, yeah, and that guy is just getting private lessons. They say, well, he's just getting private lessons from the best that do it in his backyard. Um, that actor died. Yeah. Oh, that is the one that died. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and 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 that's why. And I, a couple other of the of the um um the uh what's what do I call it? the 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 breakdown videos online have speculated like people who talk about this episode I, I listened to the midnight boys on the ringer the ringerverse podcast great podcast not they don't sponsor this because why would they they're another podcast <laughs> um yeah. but amazing breakdowns uh of the show and they were talking about how this episode that this part felt his that specific character um felt weird uh just his engagement and then just like kind of unceremonial leaving he just got like hit by the moon blade and then like yeah. rode off into the mist yeah. and it might just be because they they didn't want to cut him out completely because it's a very important part you know it, basically you couldn't remove that they they found a, a cartouche and they needed that to spin back the the stars um yeah. so they, they it sounded like they after the fact edited a way that he could stay in because he died but probably maybe not coming back uh yeah. and it, it it felt awkward just from yeah. a storytelling yeah. standpoint but mm-hmm. makes sense and it's very sad yeah yeah and uh he was to be the midnight man yeah i one think of, that's true one of, moon Knight's, that's one of moon Knight's uh gallery of, yeah. of villains who Rose. just steals at midnight <laughs> all of his, <laughs> his schemes are at midnight it's great um very on the nose um yeah what else is going on here we got the yeah he does the timeout take the body Layla takes out the other dude she's got her own little half crescent uh weapons going on she left uh, them there i was like grab those she, she left them in the dude got him oh in him yeah uh maybe she's got like uh a bat cape kind of thing an arsenal full probably. of this shit uh, uh i mean probably she's got, got a bracelet got a ring she's got yeah. a friend also. that's a that's a forger so, and Mark you know. doesn't go back and collect all his. Some of them come back. They come back to him. They all come back. They all come back. Oh, okay. Except for the one he, except for the one he threw into the dude that that, that we didn't see that one uh, come back. But he's also yeah. got unlimited of them. It seems like he's like in in oh. a previous episode. He's just like pulling from his chest, and it, it's not like it's uh, it's like that that old Ninja Turtle toy that just shot pizzas out of the tank. Yeah. Just, like, just like constantly like pulling new uh, ones out and so it has them. a 3D printer inside it. Yeah. Yeah. Um during the 
uh, I think it was when they were going at the sarcophagus, Harrow calls out Layla and says that, you know, distance is not going to protect you from uh, the death of your father or keep you from thinking about that. Um, and then she's in the car with with Mark, and she's pretty freaked out by the fact that he knew those things because she's like, I never told anybody, but he knew, he saw right right through me. And it seems as if Mark had something to do with the death of her father, right? Or or that third personality. Or that third personality, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that site or maybe even Layla's dad was like a target for him. It might have been a job. It might have been yeah. one of his missions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, shit got shit went shit went left. And then Kanju saw what was going on. And now I wanna now I want to see what happened with Harold and Kanju as far as like did Harold break away? The country was like, all right, I don't like this. Get out, get out of here. I'm I'm leaving. Oh, who's that? I'm gonna go save him. So I wanna see yeah. how that how that happened. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly one of the coolest aspects of this show to me is Ethan Hawke's character and his relationship to to Kanshu. Uh mm-hmm. the way it, the conversation that he had at the at the end, like talking to him in the stone. Uh the what did what he say? He's like, Oh, I just want to let you know. I really enjoyed being your avatar. It's like my biggest, it's my biggest thrill and also my biggest sin that I that I enjoyed yeah. smashing all those faces. Uh, and when he turns the he turns the night sky or um, blocks out the sun, uh, what he says something like, "Oh, you're getting desperate, old bird." <laughs> you know, one yeah. of those. Uh, so just the clever his girl. relationship, yeah, like yeah, clever girl. What exactly? I mean, what happened there? What was the what was the break? Did he have a, a debt that was then repaid and he let it go and there was no other, he wasn't seeing someone where Kanchu was like, nah, I think I'll take that person next. I think, I think something happened and he filed like a grievance with the council and the council banished Kanchu. <laughs> he went to like HR. The, yeah. He's wow. like, Kanchu's like, well, this guy keeps microwaving lentils in the break room. So... <laughs> just stinking up the whole place but um no i think i i feel like that's that's got to be connected to the banishment like the banishment that they referred like the last time i was there i got banished i bet you the last time he was there was also when the avatar ship severed with uh harrow i bet that that's my that's my guess okay yeah i i also think like the last time he was there could have been a thousand years ago sure for sure for sure <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i'm, I'm curious so i guess we'll Find out soon enough, or maybe we don't find out that particular answer. Um, yeah, they're putting the pieces together of this um, uh, of this map, holds it up, and they keep saying like throughout this episode, like this is this is Stephen's thing, this is his his thing. Just let mm-hmm. him take over the body. Just let him let him. He's like, no, he's not going to give it back. Uh, mm-hmm. So then he finally he finally does, and he he puts it puts it together, holds it up. We, like, oh, look at that. Can we? I'm sorry. Can we take a moment? The way that Stephen looked at Layla when he when he got the body back, uh, yeah, yeah, man, and she looked at that him was... when he was in Mister Night Suit. She gave those eyes she gave him when he was in the Mister Night Suit was very like, okay, mm-hmm. that's a lot more attractive than the weird suit with the hood. Dude, it's gonna be. And I saw somebody else talk about it, but yeah, it's definitely gonna be a love triangle with yeah. the same body, yeah. like with a thruple, a thruple of two. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so weird. Wow. <laughs> uh, and help me out with this do they have to be looking in a reflective surface to make the exchange make the switch 
I think they have to look in, look into each other's eyes. That's I think I'm not hundred percent sure. No, because he wasn't he wasn't when he had all the spears in him. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, take it, take it, take it. So I yeah, think maybe. I think the reflection is purely for the viewer. I think gotcha. that's just like so you can so we can kind of not just hear, you know, like with Conchu, sometimes you just hear him and sometimes you see him. I think with that, like the way that yeah, the way that the they're able to thing. act it like visually is you know let's find a reflection to do this in and it's just it's Got it's it. better from a visual storytelling standpoint but yeah. i don't think there's any need for it gotcha yeah smeagol and Gollum. Mm-hmm. um yeah gods are working as this as he's turning back the night sky the gods are working to imprison Kanshu, and he does say tell mark to set me free so i guess mark will know what to do how to get him unstoned freed from the stone um, but yeah, it works to get the coordinates, but Kanchu is is entombed. He's stoned. Uh, then Harrow talking to one of the other gods. Which guy was that? Was that Osiris? I think so. The big guy? Yeah. The main dude, I think, was Osiris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's saying Kanchu is tethered to this meeting place now, like so many others. And he can still hear them. So that's, that's kind of annoying. Like, can't do anything, but he can just listen to what everybody's saying. And what a petty thing, too. What a petty, petty thing. Uh, for Harrow to be like, you think he could still hear me? Cool. I'm going to go talk some shit for 10 minutes at him. Yeah. Oh, man. Ethan Hawke is so good. Who was the woman who was the avatar that kind of was like sympathetic to Khonshu because her ha- god Hathor. was? Uh, yeah, that was Hathor. And that's the goddess of love and music and nice. the sky. Okay, well, there's the connection then because Khonshu yeah. is the god of... of- travelers at night protecting travelers at night because of the moon yeah. um i think i think she's going to be integral in ultimately breaking him out of there um that's probably yeah, I think gonna, so. that, yeah yeah or at least her avatar yeah, yeah. for sure yeah um yeah. i do want to see other gods in person mm-hmm. like not just Kanshu. I, I i would love to see just like a big battle or you know something yeah, because it does seem like Kanchu is the only one that's out there showing him showing himself. Or it could be mm-hmm. that only like it's just that we can't can't see them. They could yeah. all they could have all been hanging out there. I uh, think it's just that we can't see them. I think they, they implied that a little bit when she was like she says that Kanchu used to love his uh, love the songs. That it was like I, in my head, I was like, oh, she's like right there behind right her. There, we yeah. just can't mm-hmm. see her because we're we are looking at this from Mark's perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that, maybe if they do another one, we'll see. Have them all appear behind. That would be pretty awesome. Um, anything else from this episode that uh, comes to mind? I think I think we hit on everything. All the points, yeah, honestly. yeah. All right, then let's hit the winners and losers and call it a night. Losers first, Rob. Oh, it's got to be Conchu, right? Um, yeah, imprisonment, so. <laughs> like and. And really just took, you know, leaned into every skid get, getting himself in prison. He was just like, yeah, this is going to, this is going to, he would say this is going to happen. And then it happened. And then immediate repercussions, yeah, yeah. you know. Can't do so this. All right, let's do this. He brought it upon himself. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, at least for now, I mm-hmm. certainly don't think this is the last we've seen of Conchie this, this miniseries. Uh, we might, he might be back next episode. I bet they're going to give us one episode no Kanchu, 
and maybe even like right at the very end kind of imply that he's getting broken out. But I think we're going to do see just Mark and Steven and maybe the third personality. But yeah, Kanchi is the loser. Yeah. Key. Uh, <clears throat> since Rob went uh, bits down, I'll go bits up and I'll say uh, the taxi driver. Oh, the man. man. was helping him out. He's like, my money. What about yeah. dude? My, my money. money. And all of a sudden, Mark is just gone. He's just standing like, that's a bullshit. I just drove him like three miles. I get nothing. So yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely taxi. It's a taxi uh, driver. Yeah, uh, my loser is the one follower of Amit, uh, and that was the the kid who cut the tie, uh, mm -hmm. the neckwear, and then fell to his death. Because at first, he was like, "No, no, no, you just let us go," and then chases them, finds them, finds them again, and then and then kills them. Uh, so he's my loser. Um, winners, Keen. Oh, that's hands down, Layla. Uh, beast. Beast move. Yeah. She uh, <clears throat> displayed why Kanchu has has uh, his uh, hollowed out eye hole at her. Um, uh, she knows what she's talking about as far as like um, the 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 history of it. Uh, reading hieroglyphics, being able to understand um, that part of it, and she can handle herself in a fucking fight. So yeah, why not have the best of both worlds with, with that? So yeah, uh, Layla, Lara, Lara Croft. Uh, Rob, who's your winner? All right, well, Keen went bits down, so I'm going to go bits up. Um, any tour guide giving night tours <laughs> of the Egyptian <laughs> desert? Yeah. Because, this like, time. Look at this. like, y'all, y'all, and, like, you're just getting, the tourists are just giving you tips at the end. They're feeding you money at the end of that night. It, uh, I know I would. I'd be like, this is very special. It's like if you see Paul McCartney on the Beatles walking tour in London, you know, it might happen, like, once every 10 years. But, like, if you're on that tour, I'm emptying my wallet. Uh, along those lines, mine is astronomers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would also be curious. Are you sure they're not losers? <laughs> I think it would be pretty cool. It's like them going back in time and viewing the stars as they as they were. Um, but I'm also now curious how this, if I guess uh, maybe my bits up loser would be uh, astrologists. Those would be my my losers. Okay. Astronomers uh, had a good day. Astrologists yeah, had a bad day. Astrologists, yeah, pretty pretty bad. Um, everything's in retrograde. Um, I feel like Kyrie Irving had a good day because oh, sure. he probably just looked up and he was like, see. See, <laughs> yeah. the world is flat. Oh, like he just a... figured out a way to tie this all together. Jesus Christ! All right. <laughs> On that note, uh, thank you, Keen. Thank you, Rob. We're back next week. Thank you all for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye. May.